Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Conscious Coach Podcast. I am really excited for our conversation today. We're going to talk about when you doubt your dreams. And this has been built on a lot of conversations with private clients, with people in the matrix, um, and just conversations with people that I have the privilege of rubbing shoulders with, um, is just when you have doubts on the way there, which is totally normal. When I was thinking about this episode, I'm like, I've had so many doubts on my way here. And I say that with a lot of compassion for my past self, a lot of compassion for you, and to also just remind, I guess, all of us that it's normal to have doubts. It's totally normal to question if it's going to work or not. Um, It's totally normal to wonder how it's going to happen, if it's going to happen, even have thoughts like it's not going to happen. I think that that's totally part of this journey. And so one of the things that I want to talk about right away is that doubt gets to come. Doubt gets to be there. We don't have to try to eliminate doubt from our mind. I think one of the things that has served me the most is that I actually make room for doubt. I make my visions and my dreams and my ambitions bigger than my doubt, but I don't try to like dissolve all my doubt. And actually, the more I judge my doubt, and this is something that's true for all of us, the more we judge it as it's bad, it shouldn't be here, there's something wrong, the more the doubt actually sticks around. Whereas when we witness it and actually like the, the, I guess the metaphor that I want to use is like create space around the doubt, it dissolves because you stop resisting it and stop judging it. And so I want to talk about how to actually do that because that sounds great in theory, but like, what do I, what does that actually mean? What does it mean to create space around your doubt? And the idea that I like to think about, um, I, I learned a lot about being present and observing my mind from Eckhart Tolle. And so a lot of this episode is, is going to be based on his work. And I highly recommend you read the book, The Power of Now. And he talks about the ego and the mind chatter um, in his own language. But basically he talks about how when you start to slow down and start to witness your mind, you see the insanity that all the mind chatter offers. And a lot of times our doubts is just that mind chatter. And sometimes we think it because it's there, it must be true, right? If you have the thought, it's not going to work. Well, or if we're not you know, careful, we might actually think it's not going to work just because we had that thought. <laughs> and one of, the, one of the things that we do as coaches is to help people witness their thinking and that it's not ultimately true, right? Just because I have the thought, you know, my launch isn't going to work or no one's going to hire me or whatever, doesn't mean that that's actually true. It just means your brain is offering a thought. Now we get nervous because especially if you've done a lot of inner work or done a lot of personal development, we know that our thoughts create a reality, right? And I think it's tempting to think, well, because I had the thought, I'm going to end up creating that. And one of the beautiful things about this, this, uh, earthly plane, this artificial world we live in as humans is the time gap, right? We don't create things instantaneously. Thank goodness. Because could you imagine if you had the thought, you know, I might go bankrupt and then it immediately pops into your awareness. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, and there, but there's a flip side to that. We can't think I'm going to be a millionaire and immediately have that either. We live in a world of time of chronological time. And so I want to offer that it's actually a really good thing because we have the ability to shift our thinking and find and reach for a better feeling thought than the thoughts that produce the doubt we feel. 
And so it's a great thing that we experience a time gap. It's a great thing that things don't manifest instantly. It's a great thing that we have um, time in our favor because we can alter the course of our thinking and therefore our creations. And so when we create space around our doubt, you could also trade that for we create time around our doubt. And so what this is going to be like is you don't have to rush to get out of doubt. You can just sit there for a second and you can ask yourself, is this true? What's more true? Is it possible that I don't have the full picture right now? And instead of trying, and this is where we, you know, we try to escape our doubt. We buffer with action. We move too fast. We rush through things. um, We numb out in our life because we experience doubt. And we know, quote, it shouldn't be that way or whatever. We might accidentally create our doubts. And what I want to argue for and make a case for is that it's actually good to sit with our doubts because when you slow down and you don't want to try to escape your doubt, you can create a space to actually access higher levels of intelligence and wisdom because your doubts are coming from your brain, right? Our ego. And those doubts actually, like, it might give you some insight into how to create something more robust. It might give you insight into how to have a better launch, if that's one of your doubts, right? Or how to approach a conversation better, or how, how to hire better, or a better product to make. When you don't try to escape it, those answers become available. And so I, I pose three questions, and I'm going to kind of break them down. The first one is, is this true? And one of the things that I think we immediately conceptually want to say, my doubt isn't true, but I really want you to kind of approach that question with total innocence. So let's say you have a doubt, you know, maybe you're trying to sign your first client. Let's use that as an example. If I was trying to sign my first client and my doubt immediately says, no one's going to hire me, right? This isn't going to work. And I slow down. I don't try to avoid it. I don't try to leave it. I don't try to, you know, work through it without really sitting with it. Okay. I have this thought, no one's going to hire me. There, there's a lot of doubt there. Is this true? And one of the things that will hit you is that it could be true. It might be true that no one's going to hire you. And one of the most powerful things that I've witnessed in myself and others is when we can make peace with that truth and we're okay with it, the fear dissolves. Because if I am okay, if I look at the possibility, right, there might be a possibility where no one hires me. Am I okay with moving forward anyway? If that's the worst thing that's going to happen, can I proceed? Because the other possibility is that someone does hire me. Well, I'm never going to know unless I try, right? And so instead of jumping out of the doubt as quickly as possible, like you're on fire or something, (laughs) you sit with it and you witness like, okay, like that's a valid question. Like maybe I don't get hired. Am I willing to put myself out there anyway and try? Yes. And then it's just, you just feel more grounded. I think that that's one of the things that, um, many of my clients tell me is that I help them feel grounded. It's because I've been able to sit in my own doubt and be okay with whatever happens. So I have no fear. I'm able to move through my doubt without fear because I created space for it. The second question that I posed was what is more true? And this is where we get to use our mindset work, right? When you ask the question, what is more true about this doubt? Let's say it's, well, you just use the same example for the sake of um, congruency. I don't know if I'm going to sign a client. Some like no, no one might like, it's possible that no one's going to hire me. What is more true than that? There are 7 billion plus people on the planet. One of them might want to hire me. That feels way more true than no one will ever hire me. 
right? And when I've slowed down and spent time with this question, I can see that all I'm really trying to do is get one person. And that feels a lot better. And now I can move forward. I didn't try to dissolve the doubt by jumping out of it and by, you know, escaping into action or escaping into listening to another course I bought or watching Netflix or whatever, right? I actually sat with it and realized what something that's more true to me is it's more inspiring. It's more uplifting. It's more empowering. I'm going to lean into that, which is there's someone that wants to hire me. The next question that I posed is, is it possible I don't see the entire picture or the whole picture right now? And so this is always true. We never see the whole picture when we're in the present moment, right? We can't, we can only see the now, which is a beautiful spiritual practice. And it severely limits the truth of who we are and the truth of what we're capable of because we can only see what we're creating right now. We don't see what we create in five years, right? But if we could imagine five years from now, even six months from now, then we would have a bigger picture, right? We see how it plays out. And this is where imagination is so powerful. When we have doubt, we're imagining something not working. But it's equally available that we we can imagine something that works. And so when we ask ourselves, is it possible I don't see the whole picture right now, it makes room for imagination. It makes room to visualize the things working out that we want to work out. And this is a really powerful tool. For, especially for creators and coaches and entrepreneurs, the more we spend time imagining and visualizing and thinking about and preparing for the things we do want, the more those things come to fruition because that's how creation works. That's how the law of attraction and the law of vibration work. And so we have to give ourselves the room to experience those thoughts. And I promise by resisting and judging your doubts, you cannot get to imagination and you cannot experience the hope and the the excitement that comes from imagining a future that's better than this, right? Because when we try to escape our doubts, we actually block our imagination because what we're trying to do is just escape the negativity that it, that is presented to us with the doubt. If I am worried that my finances are going to fall apart, if I'm worried that um, my business is going to burn to the ground, or I'm worried that I'll get called out on social media or whatever our fears are. And then I start to doubt that I can actually do this. And I'm, it makes me feel anxious. Like I can feel it. Like when I'm closing my eyes right now, imagining that in my body, it's like a pit in my stomach, you know, and a lump in my throat. And I feel tight and constricted and it blocks me. Like, I don't even know what to do. So if I try to escape it, I block all the intelligence and wisdom that actually is available with those three questions that I asked. Is it true? What's more true? Is it possible I don't see the whole picture? What is the whole picture? What do I want the whole picture to be, right? It creates so much space. You know, we don't have to avoid the doubt. We actually dive right into it and then it creates possibility. And I love this as a tool. This is basically what we do as coaches, right? We, we sit with the doubt, our clients come to us and then we pick it, pick it apart. And then actually there's a higher level of intelligence and wisdom that opens up because we dug in and we can do this for ourselves, which is a really, really cool thing when you're trying to build something big, right? Because you're going to have doubts. And what I found is the more that I stop resisting my doubts, the more ideas I have, the more creative solutions I can create, the more ability I have to move with my doubt instead of running away from it, instead of avoiding my business, instead of burning myself out, running from my doubt, right? Because if I have doubts and I try to escape it, I might take so much action to try to overcompensate for the doubt 
that I never actually solve the problems or create solutions for problems that I know are there. I also will not be looking for answers in my awareness and in the people, in the, you know, the ads I see, in the people I run into, in the books that are in my, in my um, sphere, right? And so the more that we can look right at our doubt and not make it mean anything, but actually pull and extract the intelligence there, I think we become powerful entrepreneurs. And so I wanted to share this with you because you are going to doubt. You are going to have doubts come to you. And in that moment, you have the ability and the God-given gift of agency to choose what you're going to do with them. We're never a victim to our circumstances, even the ones we create ourselves, right? Even if your doubt is self-inflicted, you are not a victim to it. You have a choice on how you're going to respond. And so when we slow down, when we make peace with our doubts, when we actually kind of, it's not like we're seeking them out, but we're just open to when they come. We're so self-aware that we're witnessing when we have doubts and we ask ourselves these three questions. I know you're going to get answers that you haven't gotten before. You're going to see creative solutions where you once only saw problems. You're going to be at peace within yourself so you can move forward And you don't have to wait for the circumstances to feel certain. You can feel certain within yourself. This is how. Ask yourself, and I'm just going to reiterate the three questions again so that you can really see you can do this today, right? When you have the doubt arise, don't judge it. Just witness it. What is this true? That's the first question, which I love Katie Byron, or Byron Katie teaches this so well in her four questions. And then the next one is what is more true here? What is more true? If it's a possibility that it's not going to work, is it also a possibility that it is going to work? And then the third question, which is where the solutions start to come. What is it possible? I don't see the whole picture yet. And what is the whole picture? What do I want the whole picture to be? And I think that that's where the fun begins because then you can imagine things falling into place. One of, another tool that I share with my clients is like, okay, tell me how the story goes from this point on. Like in two years, you call me and you're like, holy crap, Amber. Like, I can't believe, you know, that from that moment that we had that call, like this is what happened. And you imagine the scenario of everything working out. Tell me that story. Because what's cool is we're always telling ourselves stories, right? And the framework that I shared today, the tools I shared today is just another way to tell the story of the things that you want to have happen instead of telling the story of the things that you don't want to have happen. And we don't have to judge the doubt. We don't have to be obsessed with eliminating all doubts. It's just a chance to tell the story that you want to tell. And so I think that this is a really powerful concept for you. I hope this is helpful. If you're having doubts right now, that's okay. Keep moving forward. Your dreams are still available for you to claim and create. And that is our work as entrepreneurs, is taking the things that are invisible and making them visible. Doubt can actually serve you because you will create creative solutions from spending time with your doubts and doing this work so that you can start to see the whole picture. Okay, thank you for listening to this podcast. I will see you next week. Bye.